Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in to another edition of the Two Bros Talking Sports Podcast. It's a good time to be a sports fan right now. We got MLB in the World Series, NBA just started, NFL, college football, both mid-swing. Uh, if you like hockey, you got that going on, but really good time to be a sports fan right now. Uh, as we started the last couple episodes, we will we have an abbreviated clown club, a couple nominations today. Uh, so we'll start that. We'll start the music right here. All right. The, uh, the newly members of the Clown Club are not athletes, they're not coaches, they're not owners, they are fans. It is the, uh, the San Diego Padres dads who, who curse the team with their That's What's In uh, song. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it's on Twitter. It is brutal. I mean, it is one of the cringiest things, but you just gotta watch it because you're just like, wow, it is, it is I don't, rough. I don't know if, if, you're, if you're being good to our listeners if you're asking them to go watch that. that I, I mean, it's, it's just, it's worth it's, a good laugh. It's tough. It is worth a good laugh. If, if, if you want to find it, you can literally just go to Twitter, type in uh, Padres, Dads, That's What's In, uh, and you will find it. And you'll probably find it about a thousand times with the song. I just, but I just want to say, so the Let's Go Goose, you know, um, part, like, they lost that game, did they not? That was the game that they lost. The that Goose game? game? Was that game one? No, it wasn't game one. They, they won that game, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Pretty sure they won the Goose game. Okay. Feeling all loose, let's go goose. That's what's in. Uh, but yeah, you basically curse the team with uh, that atrocious song. I feel like a lot of times when teams, when these fans come out with songs, yeah, yeah, it doesn't usually work out. That's very true. So if you know, if the Bucks are in their run again this year, no songs, Bucks fans. We don't need it. Yeah. Uh, interested. Uh, the, the second Clown Club nomination actually comes from Cody. He's putting the entire Atlanta Falcons uh, organization in the Clown Club okay. uh, because they are failing to use Kyle Pitts and Drake London. Okay. Uh, they, he, he, Cody's a big Cincinnati fan, so obviously a Desmond Ritter fan, but he also owns Kyle Pitts and Drake London in the Fantasy League, so he's absolutely sick of that. Uh, you know, Drake London was off to a good start, but uh, again, with Marcus Mariota, they just don't throw it enough. Say they and they, they don't use... They have two really good weapons, but they don't use either of them. He's... Marcus Mariota is best used as a 15 to 20 throws a game type player. And, and probably screens and stuff. Yeah, yeah, there isn't a lot down the field. Um, so that's, you know, that that's... You know, I blame Cody. Uh, you don't go out and pick a guy like Cal Pitts and uh, Drake London when you know that that's what you got for. Listen, it'd probably be worse if Desmond Ritter was your quarterback. I mean, let's be honest. But it's probably worse. We'll find out at some point. It's really probably the, the, it's, the first place Atlanta Falcons, by the way. They're tied for first in that division. It's probably going to be worse if Desmond Ritter was out there. But uh, yeah, unless Michael's got anything else for the Clown Club, that's our, our short nomination to the Clown Club. But the, the Padres' dads definitely had to be in, so welcome to the Clown Club. Yeah, you know, you can always add you can always add people. And just right now, the, the, I don't have anybody to be putting in there right at this moment. All right, so we will move on here. We'll move on quickly into a little baseball segment here. Before we get to the postseason, just want to talk about Bruce Bochy, who was named the new manager of the Rangers. Uh, obviously won a lot of World Series with the Giants. The Rangers spent a lot of money last offseason, didn't do much with it this year, so hey, why not give it a try? Uh, and then Skip Schumacher, the former Cardinal, former Cardinal and uh, bench coach for the Cardinals, is leaving to be the manager of the Marlins. Was, it, was he a bench coach in... Um... 
San Diego as well. I feel like he might have been, but I also kind of feel like he might have been with, with Andy Green. He might have just been a you know Cardinals lifer because obviously he played for the I Cardinals for a long he was time. Doing but something with the Padres. We'll look up. We'll look that up here. But I do think the Bruce Bochy hiring might be a little. That might be interesting just to see. Um, you know his. He said he wasn't really retiring, but he was just kind of done with Giants. I think they mutually yeah. kind of agreed that it wasn't going the way that they wanted to anymore. So. Sure. Um, you know, that'll be an interesting hiring. We'll see if they can get any of the guys that they spent a lot of money on, like Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon. And I think with them, though, they're a lot like the Angels. They need to get some pitching. How much How much uh, X's and O's are really done as a MLB manager? I feel like you're more a manager of it's just pushing personalities, yeah. you know, and winning, when to put somebody in a game and when to take somebody out. Um I, th- I feel like in 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 major sports it's the least um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is like it's it's the least difficult to to manage a game whereas I feel you know actually knows you know when it comes to basketball or football play calling things like that where I think in baseball it's just it's a lot of data and seeing where guys hit it and putting them where. That, I mean, that's well, I mean, that's the thing. It is. But, that's if you're an analytics manager. But if you're not an analytics manager, what are you? you but know, I mean, it, it's it's pushing buttons. It's not yeah. X's and O's. You're right. Right. Um, Skip Schumacher was the first base coach for the Padres, and then he was the bench coach. Uh, he started in 2021. So actually, this was his first year as a bench coach for the Cardinals, but was the first okay. first base coach for the Padres. Okay. Um, so obviously, he's replacing Don Mattingly. Uh, Don's kind of just a filler there. We knew that. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree that manager, you know, there well, is... Manley was there for five, six years. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Was, you know. I, I know what you mean by saying filler like they were in rebuild mode. Yeah. Uh, but did take them to just one... Kind of, did take them to the playoffs the one time? I mean, it's a COVID year, but they did piece of cups. Hey, we love, we'd love to see hey, it. You know, if you're, gonna, if you're not going to say the Dodgers didn't win it because of the COVID year. Why can't the Marlins make the playoffs because it was COVID year? You know, you can't they, have it both ways. They took the Cubs down. I was here for it. You can't have it both ways. Um, anyway, so that's kind of just a little little sweeping to do in baseball. But anyways, going in here at the World Series, we have the Phillies and the Astros. The Phillies, a team who just we've talked about a lot, just really limped their way into the postseason, really tried to get the Brewers, but they have come alive. Their bats have came alive. Uh, they have some good pitching. Uh, you know, their defense is always a question. They had some shaky stuff in their series against the Padres, but they got it done. It wasn't even really that close of a series, was it? No, they, I mean, really, neither series, neither uh, championship series was all that close. I mean, there was some back and forth uh, with the games, but, you know, you think of a 2 nothing game um, that the Phillies won game one. I mean, they scored relatively early in that game and didn't give up any runs, so it really wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't back and forth or anything like that. Though game five, their last game was back and forth. Um, I think Padres came out and scored three early, or no, it's the Phillies scored three and then the Padres scored. No, so other way, are you yeah. talking the last game this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah the Padres came out scored four and then the Phillies scored three. three. And you know, stayed in it. Yep. And then, yep. I mean, you you get in a bat to, to close up the series with your best guy, who you're paying him almost three hundred million dollars. But honestly, looking at baseball contracts, this might be a pretty good bargain for the Phillies to get Bryce Harper at that because he has. I mean, he's won an MVP. Now he's taken him to a World Series. He's done everything that they've asked. Just to put out here how crazy you know that the Phillies get into World Series is. They open the year at thirty five hundred odds. So if you placed a hundred dollar bet down, 
You would have got 3500 bucks if they win the World Series. You could have placed a bet before the wild card, so when they were in, they were still plus 3000 Yeah. I mean, that's how crazy it is that they're here. Um, but their bats have come alive. They pitch well down the stretch with Aaron Nola. Zach Wheeler has looked really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, and then, but I, I think it's just that it's been the bats, and Bryce Harper has answered in every clutch moment that they've needed to, and they've had timely hitting. Gene Segura, the former Brewers, played really well. Uh, JT Romuto showing why he's probably a top three catcher in baseball. Mm -hmm. um, so it, the Phillies, Castellanos, Reese Hoskins. I mean, they have Hoskins had they have Hoskins hasn't had a lot of hits, but man, he has when when they needed Homers, it, he's yeah. made them count. Um, he's hit some big home runs for them. So it's it's cool to see kind of a team just come kind of come out and just it's not you know it's not the Dodgers or just mm -hmm. the teams that are always there. It, it's different and. Um, you know, if you haven't seen the, the Bryce Harper at bat and see how crazy Philly was to hit that home run, you should go check that out on Twitter as well. Are you a financial guy? What do you mean? Are you a financial guy? Right. Like, like, do you, do you, you know, believe in, in, in finances and, and, you know, are, are like recessions and things like that? Have you heard about the Phillies? I mean, I, not really. Okay. I'm not deep into okay. it. I, I know what a bull market is and okay. what a bear market is. Are you aware that when the Phillies won it in 1929, now they were the Philadelphia Athletics at the time, okay, won the World Series, what happened in 1929? The Great Depression, okay? 1980, they win it as the Phillies. What happened? It was the beginning of the recession, Cold War, 1980, all right? Win it in 2008. 2008 was the housing bubble, our last recession. If they win it, I'm telling you, people should not be rooting for the Phillies. If you care about the stock market, if you care about your bank accounts, do not be rooting for the Phillies. It always recovers. Do you believe stock market always recovers? It does. It yeah, does. So, so do you, but do you believe what's in a little the, dip? Do you, I don't got to retire for another forty years. What's another dip? Do you believe in the coincidences no, like I, that? No. You don't. That's, that's okay. Just, that's All right. So if uh, hoopla. If, I don't know. I mean, it's those are three big things that happened in our in our country when it came to financial crisis, and they uh, apparently the Phillies got something to do with that. Yeah. Well, we've had financial crisis the last three years, anyways. So what's another year if they win? <laughs> uh, moving into the AL series, we have the Astros and the Yankees. Uh, the Astros took a sweep. I would like to point out, I didn't think this would be a close series. I said it would probably be a gentleman's sweep. They didn't even give them the gentleman. Uh, the Yankees struck out 50 times in four games. They really yeah. struggled. Uh, the, the, the Astros are big-time favorites going into this World Series. They've been probably the second-best team in baseball a year, but, again, they just flew under the radar. would be really cool to see Dusty Baker get a home or I to get a World Series. You know, he's been close so many times, uh, but... Again, these are a lot of these are a lot of guys just homegrown talent with the Altuve, the Bregman, um, uh, the Jordan Alvarez, Jordan Alvarez, the Pena, the shortstop that they said Carlos Correa, you can walk. We have this Pena kid coming up, um, Kyle Tucker. So I mean, just just a lot of guys that they've put a lot of time into and it's worked. Um, but then you bring in guys like Justin Verlander. You know, right. he, he's pitched so well. He he's kind of like the Tom Brady of baseball right now. Yeah. Um, but, it, but then you got Lance McCullers and Framer Valdez. Just so many guys that they've kind of brought up other than Justin Verlander that I mentioned yeah. that yeah. It, it's just it's kind of cool to see that a team isn't doesn't have to go spend all this crazy money. Um, I've already seen that the, the Dodgers are interested in Aaron Judge. They might let Trey Turner walk and get Judge and then move Mookie to second base. So 
<laughs> it, it's good to see a team that isn't just spending all this money yeah. going out and winning. So we talked about it last time with Dave Roberts, how he hasn't, you know, really delivered in the postseason. Um, you know, won the World Series the COVID year. Um, any grumblings about Aaron Boone? I, I was kind of thinking that as well, but again, I think the Yankees should kind of have to take a look in the mirror. It's like you keep signing these guys who just strike out so much. It, you know, yeah. this isn't Aaron Boone going up there and hitting. You know, I think I think Aaron Boone is kind of like how Craig Council is with the Brewers that he kind of just does what upstairs tells him to do. So he's kind of their guy. I think that the players respect him. I don't think it's really Aaron Boone. I, I, I think Aaron Boone's basically in the same exact spot as Dave Roberts is. They're going to give him another year no matter what, but if they you know, kind of struggle next right. year again, you might see something happen. The, the but thing, I think he's safe for now. The thing in, in <clears throat> professional leagues is you can't get rid of the players that you're paying money more than you're paying for the coaches. So if the coaches slash the managers aren't the answer, that's why they usually look for somebody else. You know what I mean? So in the professional ranks... Yeah, it may not be Aaron Boone, but you have to put a product out on the field. Someone's got to be a scapegoat. Well, right, and I can tell you those Yankee fans aren't coming to games to watch Aaron Boone. They're there to watch Stanton so, and Garrett Cole. So why, are they firing, why would they fire Boone then, though, if they're not coming to the game to watch him? Because he's, he's a scapegoat. That's who they got to get rid of. You can't, you can't get rid of the other players. You have to get rid of the manager. If it's the same thing year after year after year, it doesn't matter what happens in the regular season. You ask any Yankee fan, they don't give a shit about the, about the regular season. It all matters what happens in the postseason. They're a victim of their own success, obviously winning 27 World Series. And if you don't win a World Series as a Yankee player or as a Yankee manager, you're nothing to that franchise. I guess the last question I have for the Yankees is, do you believe Aaron Judge is coming back? Do you think that he will be a Yankee next year? There's been talks, that, like I said, the Dodgers, but then the Giants have also, the Giants is where he's from. They've gone out and said, we're going to throw everything at him. Do you think Aaron Judge is a Yankee next year? I mean... I do just want to point out, too, Bryce Harper and Aaron Judge. Bryce Harper is a year younger. Yeah. Or the same age. It's a year younger, same age. But yeah. that's just crazy to show how late Judge came up in comparison to Harper. Sure, sure. Um, I say yes because money is no option in in uh, in New York. Um, so I say yes, they keep them. I don't think it's going to be more than a six, seven year deal. I would say seven at the max. Um, but I don't know if I was there to judge. I don't know if I'd want to be like. I, for me, I think there's way too much pressure in New York. Um, I think it's you know. The, the New York media puts way too much pressure on him, and I think he would enjoy being somewhere else. Did you see where I sent uh, the message uh, basically saying that um, he hit a ball of right field against the, the Astros, and that would have been a home run in only one ballpark, and that one ballpark is New York? So I think for him, the, you know, the ballpark is great for him, but I think the pressure in New York is... <clears throat> I don't know. I think it's too much. I just feel like if you're going to leave, looking at the teams, you know, San Francisco's probably not winning a World no. Series right now. No, they're not. The, the, the only other team that you go to that can afford you is probably going to be the Dodgers. 
And the Dodgers letting Trey well, Turner but, but the Dodgers letting Trey Turner go if this is what they're gonna do. You're losing a three hundred hitter and a guy who's out on track if he would yeah. continue to be a Hall of Famer. So right. it's like you're yeah. bringing a Hall of Famer in, but you're letting a potential Hall of Famer go. Correct. Now the the to me is is you said that the teams that can afford him. Baseball doesn't have a salary cap. There are thirty MLB teams that can afford there, there are thirty. There are thirty MLB teams that can afford him. If their owner opens up their wallet, they can do it. No. No. Oh, okay. All right. So is there a salary cap now in baseball? No, the Oakland A's can't afford him. Sorry. Is there a salary cap? They in literally baseball? don't have the money to pay him. My question to you is: Is there a salary cap in baseball? No, but they literally don't have the money to pay him. They don't have the money. Everybody's got money. They, Oakland A's do not have enough money to pay him. Everybody's got enough money. Not the Oakland A's. The team who spent zero dollars on free agents last year. Well, zero. Well, None. Yeah. On MLB, on Major League free agents, they spent zero dollars, which is one of the most pathetic, pathetic things I've ever seen. But it's true. Well, they have a they have a way of doing business. All right, World Series picks. Who do you got? Who do I got or who do I want? Who, who You can say both. All right, I got Astros. I want Astros. I don't want the financial crisis. I mean, I picked the Astros at the start of the year to get to the World Series. I think I'm at, at the, not start of the year, but the start of the playoffs. And I think yeah. I might have picked them to win. I don't know, um, but I, 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 I mean, you can't really just change that. So I'm gonna rock with the Astros. I think they've been there enough and lost. Yeah. They've also had some guys that were really to understand. So I, I, really I think was. the Astros. I, I think this Philly team can get it to Game Five or Game Six, but I think the Astros end up winning. That's kind of what I think. I really do want to see Dusty Baker win one. Um, even though he was a Cub, I did enjoy Dusty Baker as a Cub. Um, I, I've always liked Dusty Baker. He's a good dude. Yeah, I've always liked Dusty Baker. Um, but yeah, I, I, I also think six. Um, now, how, how is the World Series uh, set? Is it 2-3-2? Um, because I know that's how the, ace, a, uh, the Championship League Series is work. Um... Uh, as soon as it loads up here. Game t- one and two are in Houston. Yeah. Three, four, five's in Philly. Six, seven would be in so two, three, two. Houston. Yes. Yeah. Are you annoyed at all that we got done with baseball on Sunday night and you gotta wait until Friday? Like, the longest, the longest break that you have in baseball is, you know, during this season is from All-Star Game, which the... You end your season Sunday. You end your end like end your game Sunday. You've got the the um, the Derby on Monday. You've got the All Star game on Tuesday, and you're starting games at worst by Friday, if not Thursday. And we're getting five days off to Friday. Like it's just it's dumb. No, it's I, baseball screwing up again. But okay, but I get it. But it's also it's not baseball's fault that. The CS's weren't close because if the CS's were close, they could have went into I believe Tuesday or Wednesday. Yes. Um, but the thing is, once you set those dates, it's hard to change because it's like you have you know hotels and all that stuff. There's just so many things that go into it. It's hard to change. So I get why they're frustrated. And I was listening to Dan Patrick talk about this yesterday. I it is annoying, but I also get why they can't change it. You know. Yeah, but they, both both CS I like. The, but the NBA does the same thing. You can't just change it. You can't. It, it, it's not just baseball doing this. It's every sport that this would happen to in a series. You know, the only one that this doesn't happen to is the NFL. Don't shake your head because it's true. I, I, 
the NBA is the same way. The NHL is the same way. It's not baseball's fault that the Yankees and the Padres didn't show up for the CS series. Yeah, but what I'm saying is the fact that both didn't, you could have moved it up to Wednesday. No, you can't. Because you, you have these dates that you have all these other things that go, in, it, go into it. You can't just change them. Why not? You tr- you these Sometimes these teams have 30 games in a row. 30 games in 30 days. It's not It's not for the 20, teams. 20, it's, it's not for the teams. 25 games in 24 days. If it was just the teams simply, it's the teams playing, then yes. They I, would, hope, it would, it would. I hope they have three games. All three games in Philly, I hope all three games are suspended due to weather. And they have to be played the next day. I hope. That, that to me... Would be perfect for baseball. Why? Would, because that's how dumb they are. I hate baseball. They it just they, they they screw up so much. They make no. This sense isn't baseball it. though. It's the same. It, it's, it's the not same baseball. for NBA. It's the same for NHL. They can't just change the date of the of the of the finals of the Stanley Cup. They can't. All right. Well then, I hope they can't. Would. They can't change the date. It's a, it's it's not going to be changed. It can't be. I get it for media rights. Okay. Yeah, media and TV and all that. They can't change it. Could, but no, they yeah. can't. Just like all the Oakland A's can't afford Aaron Judge, they cannot. All right, moving on here. NBA. Uh, first thing I'm going to say about NBA, it's just good to have basketball back. I mean, it at the start of the Definitely year, is. the start of the year, I watched probably the most NBA I watched all year, other than the Bucks, just because it's like, wow, there's a basketball going around on the hardwood and it's going in the hoop and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's really good to have the NBA back. Uh, just some real things. The Bucks have looked really good, uh, even without Middleton, even without Connaughton. And that just shows, you know, the, the teams that have a chance to win the finals every year, if one guy goes down, if two guys goes down that are key rotational players, they still don't struggle. I mean, I mean obviously, if they've Giannis, only played two games. But they've looked good. If Giannis goes down, then, yeah, the Bucks probably aren't going to be playing as well. But they didn't panic against Philly, and then they did what they should against Houston. Yep. So I, you yep. know, the Bucks are right where I'm happy with how the Bucks are playing, happy with the way they came out. Giannis is that dude. Um, it, you know the Celtics have looked, they're undefeated. I think the, the the thing that's weird, you know the we're not we'll get into the Lakers in a little bit, but uh, the 76ers started out 0 three, yes, and the Jazz started out three zero. That's just how crazy the game can be. Um, the Lakers, what 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 would you do to fix the Lakers? Uh, first of all, um, I wouldn't have. T- well, Russ is Russ is dumb. Why? Why are you Why are you paying Russ? Cut ties. You're just gonna cut him. He's a cancer. Are you just team. gonna cut him? Yeah, yeah. Well, who wants him? Who's trading for him? Somebody will trade for him. I mean, okay, if you can find a team to trade for him, you know what's probably gonna be. He's gonna be pairing up with Tyrese in Indiana. Why? Because they'll get a draft pick out of it, and yeah, Tur- and Turner's not coming back, and Buddy Heal's not coming back. So, it, and they've already been engaged in talks before. So I wouldn't be surprised if if, if he's going to go, it's probably going to be to Indiana. That it, it, that that to me to Indiana that just stunts the growth of Ty, and it doesn't make sense to your to your. Uh, but they're fine with team. tanking. They're tank. They're 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 fine with tanking. Hmm. I don't know. I and I I just. Russell Westbrook is number one. Number two, LeBron is old. Okay? AD's got glass ankles. He needs to talk to Steph Curry to figure out how to stay healthy. See, I would I would put AD is two, LeBron is three. 
I think with I think Anthony Davis, he got his ring. I just don't think he really cares that much anymore. He got his well, ring, and you know the, the thing with Anthony Davis, you saw his first year. In I Atlanta. wasn't I wasn't saying one's two and one's three. Like I'm just they shouldn't. I mean, they're, I'm just saying they're both problems. They're, it, LeBron is old. Okay, LeBron needs shooters around him. They don't. Have you to. don't get any shooters. Look at all the assets that you've traded away. Well, they let Malik Monk walk, didn't they? Yeah, that's a kid who can like, shoot. It. Like it just. It doesn't make sense. And this is this is classic. You can see what the Rams are doing right now. You you traded it, you know, traded it all for to, to try and go for the title. You won the title. Now now what? Yeah, like, Frank, Frank Vogel was a problem last and, year, right? And this is this is what LA did. You won it during the COVID year. And now what? This is what they you just, have. They haven't made any moves to, this, to help yeah, them since the, the finals. They, don't, they haven't had anybody. From, look at the guys that they've gotten rid of to get... Now, to, understood, to get a title. To get a title. But Kuzma, gone. But he was on the title team. I, I'm, he was on the title team. But he's... Okay. He's no, I, yeah, because he was in the Westbrook trade. Because Westbrook was in Washington when they traded. Okay, I get right. what you're saying. Okay, they have not done anything to help them since wouldn't, they won the Wouldn't title. that be nice to be to have a shooter like Kuzma around him right now? Better than what they have. He okay. is. Ingram, gone. Yep, that was the AD trade to get the title, which I get. Yep. But yep. that's but that's what I'm saying. Look at all the assets. Lonzo, Lonzo Ball, Ball, gone. He's turned into a very nice player. Just can't stay healthy. These are all the assets that you've traded away, and now you have to build that back up. What are they building that back up with? Lonnie Walker? I, I don't think that they're going to be good with LeBron there anymore. He's they, just, they won't. It, it, they just, they, they don't have, they don't have a good, it, it is not a good roster. No, it's and, not a good roster. Anthony Davis is kind of, you know, I, I really think he's kind of just gone into complacency. He's fine with what he's at. I mean, there was a time where, you know, three, four years ago, Anthony Davis in the discussion is one of the best players in the world. I was just he just say, doesn't care. When, when they traded for Anthony Davis, it was LeBron's team, but I thought going it was going to switch. It was going to be Anthony yep, Davis's team. I agree. And then LeBron, not that LeBron was going to be able to play second fiddle. But LeBron but, has allowed that to happen they were, before. They were yeah. gonna, they were going to, like, there's no unison there. It is basically <clears throat> LeBron's team, and Anthony Davis is just... I don't know. I, I mean, like LeBron said, came out after the first game. First yeah. game of the year, he goes, "We're not a great, we're not a shooting team." I mean, Russell Westbrook shooting eight percent from three this what, year. I mean, that's, that's what bad. The, that's what the NBA. You, that's what the NBA is right now. Did you, you need role players that can make shots? Did you see? Did you see Russ's shot in the Trailblazers game to I lose the game? They were up one with thirty seconds left. He comes down. They just got the ball, so shot clock's at twenty-four. AD LeBron are walking up the floor because they're like, okay, we're going to milk some clock here. Russ goes down, pulls he up. Did he want a two for pull, one? Pull, yeah, he wanted, <laughs> that's what he said. He wanted two for one. Pulls up from 15 footer, actually hits the rim this time, doesn't miss the rim. Well, that's because it wasn't on the side of the, yes, side of the court. <clears throat> yeah, it was. Oh, okay. It was. Right. It was from it the hit, wing. It hit and the rim? It hit the rim. But, and then you just see LeBron and AD, they put their hands up like, what the hell are we doing? Yeah. And Pacers end, or the Blazers end up scoring eight consecutive points to win the game. Okay, the problem the problem is is yeah, LeBron and AD can put their hands up and say what the hell are we doing? But you guys signed off on it. This is what you guys wanted. 
Yeah, this LeBron, is what, LeBron signed off. This, I, I never understood why you would is, want him This there. is what you wanted. This isn't a Rob Palenka, the GM. This isn't his problem. <clears throat> this is what LeBron wanted. And this is what happens when you allow a player to run your franchise. Well, Rob Palenka just got an extension, by the way, too, it, it, which is funny. It, it, um, but it's not Rob Palenka. Rob Palenka put talent around that team, and they traded it all away to win one title in COVID, which is great. You did what you had was it, to do. Was that Rob, though, too, or was that LeBron as well? That 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 drafted and brought all those guys in. I mean, that could have been LeBron, too. No, LeBron. LeBron's first year in... in uh, sorry, LeBron's second year in L.A. was the year they won it, wasn't it? His second year there is the year that they won it. Yeah, but I still think he he was Polinka was still the GM when LeBron was there when he first got there. Polinka was Polinka was been there well before. I don't think so. I think they kind of came in at the same time. Same time? Yeah, around that. I mean, maybe he was there a year before. Um, LeBron won the title in his. That would be yeah the second year I believe 2019-2020, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that would be the second year. Let's see when Polinka got. I do have an axolotl, by the way, too, in the NBA. Rob Plink, Vice President of Operations. He became the GM in... Because he was Kobe's agent, right? Yes. And then, come on. Front office, 2017. So he was there for two years. But LeBron's first year was... 2019. 2019. So he was there for two years. Yeah, but look, at, I mean, there was talent at, at that, you know, with that team... Like, LeBron went there, and they were pretty much good instantly when LeBron went to them. I don't think they were. I thought that they didn't make the playoffs this first year, I thought. No, they, they did not, but they, they, they had, had young, they had they had young guys that they were looking at. And they have they, no draft picks. And then picks. they sold out for Anthony Davis. Who, 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 you have no draft picks, you know? You, you, you traded away Caruso. No, I think they let him walk. It was. They let him walk. He wasn't in the Lonzo deal? No, I believe they let him walk. Okay. We'll see. Um, but anyway, so, as, as I look this up, I do have an axe alert, so cue the axe. Uh, this is a pretty obvious one. I think it will happen at some point. You it could think Darvin Ham's on the axe alert three games into his career? No, not Darvin. <laughs> not Darvin. Uh, Steve Nash. Kevin Durant doesn't want him there. No. Brooklyn's dysfunction. I think Brooklyn has... The year Brooklyn was good and took the Bucks seven games in that semis... Mike D'Antoni was there helping. He's not there anymore. He was kind of there being Steve Nash's right-hand man, a guy who's won a lot of games, so he's not there anymore. Um, so, yeah. The, Steve Nash isn't going to be the Brooklyn's coach by the end. Well, year. nobody thought that Steve Nash was qualified to get that <coughs> Brooklyn job when he did. No, but KD wanted him, and now he wants him out. No. Um, yeah, so Caruso signed a four-year, $37 million contract for the Bulls. He wasn't traded. I still, okay, well, don't let him walk. I agree. No, I agree. But he's not a great shooter, but he was an energy guy that was good for them. Really helped them. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, any other NBA stuff you want to really talk that about? Was just, I was just going to say, like, it, it is crazy um, the teams that are, um, you know, that you you thought were going to be good, like, like, Phil, like I think Philly's going to turn around a bit. they got to figure out oh, what yeah, they're doing. Fine. But not a good, not a good start. Um, the injuries, the load management, I still, like, it's... it's I mean, I'm not surprised what the Clippers are doing It's with the beginning of the season. I'm not surprised because he hasn't played for basically... Paul George is out, or, I mean... Um, you know, what else? So, who... 
I mean, the Warriors, the Warriors are looking like the Warriors. Uh, da, 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 da. Clippers, Nuggets, Mavs, Heat, Cavaliers. The, the Timberwolves have struggled just like we thought they would out of the gates a little bit because they're learning how to play with each other. Two there's, things. Yeah. There's, already, there's already things that are being liked on Twitter that it shouldn't have happened and all this and blah, 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 blah. Um, so that'll be interesting to watch. Uh, Johnny Davis has yet to check in an NBA game, I believe. Yeah. Just hasn't played because coach, coach's decision. Lacrosse native out of Wisconsin. Uh, the Knicks looking like the Knicks. But you did pay Jalen Brunson all that money. But you they're know, looking like the you, Knicks. You had to do that. What What do you think? It, what have you thought about uh, Paolo? Paolo's look good. I mean, Paolo's a stud. There was when they were talking about he he was going to potentially be the second or third pick. Uh, Said, okay, if I'm sitting two or three and Paul's there, I'm thrilled. I mean, he's yeah. he's a monster and, I mean, doing exactly what I thought he would do. I mean, the dude is fit for the NBA game. He, he's going to become a he better figured, shooter. He figured it out in college because he was so much more dominant than yeah. everybody. Yeah. But the wide open NBA game is so much more his style. I mean, like I said, he was, he, I, I think he was a great player at Duke. I think he's going to be a great player in the NBA. Um, he's definitely a fit. I think it's unfortunate that he's in Orlando, but Orlando has guys. They're just young. Yeah, I, I think they're, they're I young think Orlando's starting to to draft well. They're starting to put talent together. Um, I like Orlando, especially when Jalen Suggs comes back. Um, Markel Fultz is hurt for him. I, I do think Orlando's a good team. And you know how I feel about Orlando. That that's my two K team. I always play with Orlando. I always get drafted there. That's my that's my team. So I'm always up on Orlando. Um, Ty's played really well in in Indian in. Um, so is that Mothra the in their first round yeah. pick out Arizona? He played super well. Yep, yep. He it's just it's it's just easy for him to score, you know. But when you got a point guard that's putting you in good you know situations, um, I think they need a more consistent big. But Jalen Smith is playing better. Um, I think Houston's got a lot of young talent and is going to start figuring it out. I do like their draft pick with Jabari Smith. Jalen Green's good. Jalen Green is very good. Um, I do. By think the way, another guy who the Bucks had at one time who's really good, Christian Wood. Yeah. I mean, he, he's turned into a really nice player for the Mavericks and somebody that they're going to lean on. He's really good. Yeah, it was unfortunate that they had to get rid of him, but... At that time, they didn't. They couldn't use them. They had to get guys in that they could use for yep. a championship run. And Christian Wood was a project, right? But the, but the the crazy thing is, is Milwaukee hasn't given getting rid of all of their assets. They have still built around Giannis. Whereas, um, you know, well, they just like, didn't. Have, they they didn't have the time to wait for Christian Wood to develop a shot because he's a thirty five percent three point shooter yeah. now. When yeah. you can just resign Brooke Lopez. Why not? And right. it worked out. I mean, the Bucks got a championship out of it. And, but right. good for Christian Wood. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, it, it's it's crazy because the Bucks don't find guys like that. And now with this regime, they, they're finding some John guys. Horst is a top five GM. Yeah. We've, they, we've they, talked about this really good They're finding uh, some talent and drafting. I, I, I really think this uh, Marshawn Bochamp is, is going to be um, a decent player. Obviously, he's a project, and it's down down the road. But I think he can um, give something to this team. So yeah, and, just, and I know we talked about it. Uh, you know, getting Jay Crowder. Yeah, that's, um, that's I think I think it happen. would definitely be an asset for him because he would basically be in that PJ Tucker role, just a better shooter. Well, I think Javon Carter's taking over that role. 
for them, the PJ Tucker, the, just kind of like the dog well, and the well, guy. Right, I mean, the he's dog, not the same possession or position, but that's, he's that's kind of that I'm, dude. That's, that's like, where I'm talking. Where Carter, don't screw with him. Right. That's where I'm saying with uh, Crowder, you got to get somebody who's so, who's more. Well, he, he's been size. he's been successful in Milwaukee before. So. Right, right. Would did, be a, you, did you real? I didn't realize he was Player of the Year in the Big East. Yeah, no, he I, was I, good. I know he was good. I know he was good, and that was they they had like they had a three year or a, three different guys that kind of played that same position. Uh, they had Jimmy Butler, they had him, and then they had that uh, Lazard uh, Hazard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I can't think of his first. Yeah, name. I don't even remember. But. Um, and kind of like DJO a little bit too. Like they kind of have all guys that played that same type of undersized four that really, you know, figured it out in college. So the Buzz, the Buzz Williams era with Marquette was really fun. It was. It was it sad was. to see him go because they really haven't bounced back since. But uh, I think with that, we'll go into our, our college football talk for the week. Another big week of college football. Uh, we had what? I think we had we had five or six games to go through. We had here. Six games. So we'll we'll just get right into that. We'll go into the six games that we picked and we'll see how we fared. So first game was Syracuse at Clemson. Clemson favored by thirteen and a half. Um, everybody took Clemson. Uh, besides myself, I had taken Syracuse. the The biggest thing in this game uh, to me was um, Clemson. Was notorious these last couple of years starting off slow, and Syracuse has played them relatively tough. I can remember one year when they went to the went to the playoff. Um, Syracuse had them on the ropes, and Chase Bryce had to come in as a true freshman and make a couple big throws for them for Clemson to win that game. Uh, it was basically the same script. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so DJU was taken out of the game. They went to um, a freshman. Kate Klubnik, who is the number one dual threat quarterback um, recruit, um, basically a really good game from Will Shipley. Clemson came back and won this game 27-21 after they were down 21-10 early second half. I know we were on the golf course, like, oh shit, this is like, oh no. Like, I mean, Clemson's I think th- I think if anything here, this kind of just tells you that Syracuse is a pretty decent team. You know, we kind of talked they about are. that they their wins were kind of weird wins, but they they proved that, you know, they might not just be a, a team that won some clunkers at home and happened to win the first six, but I think that they proved that, you know, they're decent. We talked about Grayson Schrader's a decent quarterback, and um, yeah, I, you know, Clemson, they scored one more touchdown and to push. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I think they lose by half a point. Right. Correct. But still, I mean... DJU didn't play well. He'd been playing well. hadn't Didn't play well in this game, and that kind of you know, kind of lost the. That's that's why the spread didn't cover. Right, right. Uh, next we had UCLA at Oregon. Um, Oregon favored by six and a half at Watson Stadium. I'm watching this game, totally excited, thinking I picked Oregon in this game. I go mm-hmm. back and look. Mm-hmm. No, I picked Did, UCLA. Well, don't you remember our la- our last our last podcast? We said I said. This is the time because we both picked UCLA. We're both starting to believe the hype. This is when they do a UCLA thing. Yeah. And they did. They did. I, I'll give some credit. I'm not a big Bo Nix guy, but he's playing really well. And he played well in this game. And UCLA was supposed to have the better defense. And their defense really struggled. Um, so, hey, 
Bonus. Tip, tip my hat to Oregon. Um, it just shows that you, you, in football, you're so week to week. You know, Bonex came out looked terrible week one um, against uh, Georgia. Uh, that team just wasn't ready to, to play. They weren't ready for that atmosphere. They weren't ready for that type of environment. Um, and and credit to Dan Lanning, the new new head coach there. Like they're playing some really good football right now, and they have a chance to, to sneak their way in. I think uh, right now they're like. Eight in the country. They're eight. Yeah. Um, so they have. The, they're going to have a chance to sneak in. Um, I mean, we talked about some they, teams are going to lose. They, Michigan's going to lose. Or Ohio State's going to lose. They have to play each other. They have to win out. We've talked about that. They can't have a, a, no. a Oregon game in, right. the, in a Pac-12 right. game because. But I think that it does help that their one loss wasn't a Pac-12 game. It sure. was. It was a non-conference team. We it doesn't won. help that it was. But by it, it, that, that's what I'm going to say. Is they got destroyed by Georgia. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah, Oregon came out, won this game forty-five to thirty, and it really wasn't even that close. No, it really wasn't. Um, so, uh, a name to to think about as a wide receiver coming in, going to be an early uh, draft pick, Troy Franklin, uh, Oregon's top receiver. Um, he's up there with Jordan Addison as the top receiver in the Pac-12 and possibly the country. Uh, he's he's very good. Um, and and there's there's a young um, running back that they have great name Bucky Irving <laughs> should be a Badger Bucky Irving um, that that is looking good for Oregon so uh, had a very nice win uh, next game we had Purdue at Wisconsin I am two and zero this week I was the only person to pick Wisconsin I'm two and zero. When I'm the one that picks so the two and one, yeah, but I'm two and zero when I'm the only one who picks yeah. a team. So Wisconsin came out, beat Purdue, uh, handed it to them pretty early, scored a touchdown, got a pick six, scored another touchdown, was up twenty-one nothing pretty early, and just kind of rolled that off. Um, every time Purdue would, you know, kind of made it a little bit close, Wisconsin came down and did what they had to do. Braylon Allen had a nice game. Got um, a little banged up. He he did he did, but Carendo uh, had a nice fifty plus yard touchdown. Um, Mertz Mertz looked fine. You know Mertz looked like a game manager. They threw it a lot more on first down. I was listening to this game on the radio while I was mowing the lawn, and um, you know they were talking how impressive Mertz was and how they loved the fact that he was throwing it on first down so much. Um, I hey. I think Jim Leonard is is your next guy. I, I think he's proven it. Um, you think about the game that he did lose. You know, he lost in double overtime uh, at Michigan as, State. As I said in our group chat, they didn't deserve to win that game. Um, my thing with the Badgers is it's just they're, they're a hard team to figure out, and and they have a much needed bye week. They have a lot of guys that are banged up, so it's nice to have a bye week this week. I think personally, I think this was Graham Mertz's most impressive game as a Badger. Uh, he, he was just making throws. You know, we've talked about before, he, it seems like a lot of the times he makes throws that it's really hard for his receivers to get. He was throwing it right to him. He was leading his receivers. I think this was Graham Mertz's best game as a Badger, um, You know, even including the, the Illinois five-touchdown performance because Illinois was so shitty back then. Um, I think this was his best game against a Purdue team that you know, was 3-1. and one. We talked about it. They were just outside being ranked, had potential Big Ten um, you know, championship game. Chip West, yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, aspirations. So, 
I think this was a really nice game for the Badgers. I still, I think, I think I maybe got one pick for them right all year. Like they are just such a weird team. So I think coming out of the bye week, I think it's a huge letdown if you lose that game. Um, Maryland's decent, but I think, I think they're. Let's see, they are. It's it's at home, so that I mean that's huge. I think you got to just win the home games, but. I think Jim Leonard's already the head coach. They, they just haven't put pen to paper yet, and I right. think we kind of knew that coming in. As long as it wasn't an absolute disaster. Well, they but, wanted to see what the they wanted to see what the um, what the rest of the season looked. Yeah, like. it just, they, as long as it wasn't it, disaster, he's gonna be it, fine. There's no point in doing anything with Jim Leonard right now until the end of the season. Yep, no, uh, you know, there can be a handshake deal under the table that says you're our guy, but you know we're not. We're not, uh, you know, actually putting the contract out there yet. But I think he's the guy. I think that's the smartest thing. Um, and I'm beginning to wonder if Bobby Ingram, as an offensive coordinator, was literally just running Paul Christ's offense. I, I mean, hey, I've I been mean, saying that from the start. But here's the thing. What, what I don't understand is what does an offensive coordinator do if the head coach calls the plays? I probably just give suggestions. You know, Ingram was probably sitting up top just so he could see the whole field. It was like, hey, Paul, we're seeing this. You might want to do this. Kind of yeah. just like an advisor role, I'm guessing. And but just... I think Bobby Ingram is, you know, he's done a nice job since since stuff has changed. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, and they're averaging like 34 points a game since he took it over. Not the best defenses, but, but still, we'll take it. You scored, what, 10 points in Illinois? <laughs> yeah. Uh, next, we had Texas at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State was favored by six and a half at home. Uh, didn't really understand this lie. Texas, line. Was Texas was favored, right? Yes. You said Oklahoma State. Oh, sorry. Oklahoma State was the underdog. The underdog at home, a road dog at home, um, giving or get sorry, getting six and a half points. That line didn't make any sense to me. Well, at the start of the game, it did. You know, Texas came out hot, but then they blew it at the end. But that's that's how Texas plays. You know, Quinn Ewers was not looking good. He did not look good at all. He's still a freshman. Uh, I, I still think he's a good quarterback. Well, you know, uh, yeah, he he didn't. You're gonna have growing pains with a with a young quarterback. That's how it is. I, I get it. I get it. Um, but yeah, <coughs> Oklahoma State did what they had to do. Keep themselves in the Big Twelve. Um, in the in the Big Twelve race, obviously a big win at home for them. Uh, did you see this last the last touchdown that um, put them up forty one to thirty four? No. Um, some of the worst tackling I've ever seen. Uh, basically, um, probably like a third and seven type play. Threw it for eight yards right at the sticks. Guy came in. Oh, yeah, I did. I did see And it. then the safety comes through, and he just... This was like, like the Stanford game that they lost to, um, yeah. that I put David it Shaw in excellent, which, by the way, I believe they lost Stanford. Yeah, well, Bad loss. Sure. So, yeah, you're back on, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's Big 12 defense, though. It's like you're either really good or you're really shitty. Yeah. Uh, that definitely could be. Um, so, good, good win for Oklahoma State. Um... With this game, uh, myself and Pens had both picked Oklahoma State. Everybody else had taken Texas. I'm two and one now. I took Texas in this game. You took Texas. That doesn't sound like that doesn't sound right. And let's huh, weird. Yeah. 
and then we gotta listen. Somebody, somebody, let us know on the old podcast if 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 Trace. I like. I must have been high as hell if I said Texas. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, Not favored at home like that. That's I'm, that's what I've written down. I, I don't know. I'll have to look at that. I feel like I'm smoking dope right now. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Next was Mississippi State at Alabama. Alabama favored by 21. No, I. I was the only one who picked Mississippi State. Yeah, I took State. Oklahoma State. It's right here. It's highlighted right there. That doesn't mean that's what you told me. I took Oklahoma State. I, I, I'm, we'll go back and listen yeah, to the podcast. Big old replay. <laughs> we'll big old replay to... review. We're going to go find that shit right now. <laughs> All right, so Trace is pending. Yeah, I'm, I'm appealing. Yeah, well, we'll see. Um, Calling it audible. <laughs> yeah, so I want to go back to this. So Trace basically called out my man card for calling an audible. Yeah, absolutely. Out of spite, I stick with Mississippi State. I don't know how many times I checked in on this game to see if they could <laughs> score one time. Like, all I needed was one score, and then I was going to be good. Now, it eventually got to 31 nothing, I believe. Yeah. Um, but, God, I was... And, and, and multiple times they went for it on fourth um, in plus territory and didn't get it. You know, inside Alabama's, um, probably inside their 40, and couldn't get it either time. I don't mind that, though. I, I hate punting from no, the No, 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 no. I, I, I when totally, Paul Chris did that, that I, would make my I skin totally, crawl. I totally get it, but I'm just saying, I just need one of these series to turn into, turn into some points because all I need is to cover by 21, and, I, and they, they just they couldn't do it. They couldn't score. Um, I think it was 31 nothing was the final. Um, so, yeah, so Alabama kind of did what, you know, what they – I, I, sh- I should have picked Alabama. I know they were going to be – should have said it right away. I knew they were going to be – I knew they were going to be pissed because they lost that game to Tennessee. Um, I think I even said that their secondary was going to be a lot better – and I still took Mississippi State, um, and I'm not gonna let you bully me on this podcast anymore. I'm not gonna let it happen. Well, I'm gonna stick it. with what I say. If I change my mind, I'm gonna change my mind. You always give me I shit that I piggyback off and you, I and you do care. it to me. I don't care if I change my goddamn <clears throat> mind. Um, We're gonna make fun of him for it every single time. So yeah, so Alabama, uh, easy win for him. Uh, Blue Mississippi State out of the water. Next week, Kansas State at TCU. TCU was favored by three and a half. Did you see much of this game? I saw a little bit of it. Uh, Kansas State got off to a hot start. A lot of people were on the Kansas State train with this one, getting points. TCU's played so many. I think what really hurt them is Adrian Martinez got hurt. And then Will Howard got hurt. Their backup got hurt then yeah. after that. So they were down to their third straight. TCU's seven in the country, man. They're one, yep. of, the only, they're one of one, two, three, four, five teams left that are undefeated. Um, K-State got out to a 28-10 lead, um, ended up um, not scoring another point. TCU scored 28 to finish the game, 138-28. So, um, pending, Trace picked Oklahoma State, as he says he did. Um, everybody went 3-3, three and three, um, and I went 4-2. and two. If Trace picked Texas which I have written down, and when it goes in pen, it's done. Uh, Trace was 2-4, and four. everybody else was 3-3. Three and three. So what are we on the year? 
So on the year, we've got Cody at 12 and 15, Penn's 18 and 16, Rob 14 and 15, Trace 24 and 22, or 23 and 23, and then I'm at 27 and 19. Hey, college football, we know what we're talking about. It's it's a, a, it's a little easier a little than better. the NFL. Which actually surprises me because there's so many more teams. It's like, <laughs> you feel like NFL, you should be able to figure it out. I think I think I figured it out, and I'll, we'll talk about it um, You know, going forward. But when the Packers suck, I lose so much interest in the NFL. It, it just it bores the hell out of me. Packers are an easy pick for me. I'm going to pick against them now. All right, what do we got for this week's pick? So here? this week... There's only three ranked uh, matchups, um, so we had to find two others that um, we'll always have five th games. that we wanted to have as competitive games because we had Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan was favored by 23, so we decided not to take that, even though in years past that's been a good game. And then Florida, Georgia was also 23 points. Um, did I hear that we can't say the the, the largest outdoor uh, outdoor cocktail party anymore? You can't call that any, like, why not? Because Tra people tradition. are drinking. Like, why we can't we change tradition? Why can't we call that anymore? Um, but yeah, so that game was also Georgia by twenty three. So we wanted to pick something that was a little more close. Um, so we have we have five games. Uh, first game we have Ohio State at Penn State. Not a whiteout? Two versus 13. Two versus 13. I don't believe it's a whiteout. They had a whiteout last week, so I don't think they'll do it this week. Yeah, I think they only do whiteouts for night games um, in Death Valley, Penn State. Um, but Ohio State is favored by 15 and a half. What do you got? Ohio State by a million. By a million? We, 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 we talked about it last time. Penn State just doesn't seem to get up for these big games. Sean Clifford isn't very good. Ohio State's really good. You got CJ Stroud. Ohio State, again, is one of those three teams that I... You no can, matter what the spread this, is, yeah. I feel comfortable taking it. Yeah, depending on who they play. If this is a night game, I think I stick with Penn State. But they just had, I mean, you got to use your night game on Minnesota, so, you know, that's good for them. But I agree. I think Ohio State, too much talent. I think Penn State can keep it close for a little bit, but I, I'm, I'm thinking. Well, they did against Michigan, and then yeah. Michigan just did what Michigan does. I think it's going to be a front door cover. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm taking I'm taking Ohio State pretty comfortably. Yep. I see this one around 45 to 20, maybe. 40, yep. 45, 17. Sounds right Something to me. like that. Pretty much same as Michigan score. Yep. So, Trace, I've got you with Ohio State. Is that correct? That is what is I'm that, going is that, with. Is that how you're picking? Okay. No. Make sure you put the T over Ohio State. <laughs> Next, we have Oklahoma State. At K-State. 9 versus 22. 9 versus 22. Um, K-State uh, <coughs> favored by 2. Um, to me, this game is really going to all depend on um, is Adrian Martinez going to be healthy enough to play? Um, I, I, I have to do research on that to determine... Um, if he is back, well, here you're making that you're, you're researching that. I'm taking Oklahoma State either way. Okay. Uh, plus two, I like them better. I, I I really think that the their On wake the road. Their, their wake up, their wake up call was two weeks ago when they lost that the the disaster at TCU. I think Oklahoma State's going to play in the Big Twelve title game again, and to do that, they got to keep winning. Yeah. 
and I agree. Um, I, I, I do also think that Oklahoma State, I want to say even if Adrian Martinez plays Oklahoma State, but the fact that if Adrian Martinez doesn't play, I, I like Oklahoma State even more, and I think this line would change even more. I'm surprised by that oh, that Kansas State is favored by two in this game. Um, that, 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 to me, is surprising. I'm a little surprised, but Kansas State has got up for their big games this year, and they have played well, even out on the road. So Kansas State's proven to be a pretty good team. They are. They're decent, but I just... I don't, I don't see it. Um, I mean, I'm, if I'm they're favored, Adrian Martinez has to be playing. Vegas doesn't get this shit wrong. They, they know. Next, we have Notre Dame at Syracuse, where teams go to die. Syracuse is 16 in the country. 16 in the country. Um, and Syracuse is favored by three. God. I mean, this is a tough line. I think this line could be a push. I think it's a close game. Oh, you trust Drew Pine? Syracuse played really well last week. Obviously, I'm gonna roll with the Q's at home. They win games ugly at home. That's why I think it's a close game. I think they win by five to a touchdown, but I could also see it being a push. Sure. I'm also going with Syracuse. I do not trust what Notre Dame is putting on the field. I do not trust Drew Pine. I do not trust that offense. Um, you know, obviously, Syracuse went up against a good defense last week. You have to remember they did score one of their touchdowns on a 90-plus 90, 90 yard fumble recovery for a touchdown um, against Clemson. But I still think Syracuse... They just um, find ways, man. They, yeah. They're, and, the they're the better NC State. And at home, I'm taking Syracuse. Next, we have Kentucky... At Tennessee, and, and thirteen and uh, Tennessee favored by thirteen and a half. Is that what you have? Thirteen and a half. I had twelve and a half. Twelve and a half. Yeah, I'm sorry, twelve and a half. I had it at thirteen. Twelve and a half. I've got Kentucky in this game. I think Kentucky is going to be able. Their defense is going to be able to slow Tennessee down. This is a six p.m. game. So it is going to be a raucous night game. I think Kentucky is going to keep it competitive, um, but Tennessee will definitely win this game. I could maybe see a front door cover and, you know, hold on and maybe win this game by 14, late touchdown, like 45-31 type stuff. I'm hoping for like 45-34 and it stays close and Kentucky can I definitely want Tennessee to win this game. Don't get me wrong, but I think it's just too much points, especially with the good defense that can travel, better running game. The, the thing that worries me about Tennessee is you know at some point that defense is going to be a problem and their offense isn't going to be able to outscore everybody. So I think Kentucky keeps this game close, covers, even though Tennessee wins. Yeah, I think Tennessee wins by 10, so I'm taking Kentucky as well. I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, Kentucky, they we, we've talked about it before. For whatever reason, defensively, they just have a great scheme for all those, even the top SEC teams, which Tennessee is this year. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's a 24-14 game because Will Levis has really, in, in the bigger games this year, it seems like he always has a turnover at the end. Yeah. Or they, they just struggle to get in the end zone for whatever reason. So I'm going to take uh, Kentucky plus 12.5 too, but I think Tennessee wins by 10. Um, Rocky top. If Will Levis 
does get injured uh, or, or could get ugly. Could, yeah, I was just gonna say if 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 Will Levis, um, <coughs> you know, this is nineteen if, versus three is in the in, is injured or or you know because he has been battling injuries. If something flares up and um, and and can't go, this is going to be a, a runaway game, I believe. No, this, I mean, this is a big game for Tennessee, too, because, uh, you know, they've they got to stay focused to get in the – to have a chance to get in the playoff because, obviously, they're going to meet up with Georgia. But they can't lose to Kentucky because they have to have a chance. they got to win these games. Next, we have Pittsburgh at North Carolina. This is a 7 p.m. game. North Carolina, I want to say, is 21? 21 in the country. 21 yeah. in the country. Um Offense can really score. Take defense, over. defense struggles. Um, I do think North Carolina has enough offense in this game to to win. Um, I'm I'm gonna give those three points. Um, Keaton Slovis really hasn't played all that well this year for Pitt. Um, they thought they were just gonna put in Kenny Pickett and. Um, you know, it was going to kind of be like a plug-and-play. It really hasn't been. Um, so I, I like North Carolina in this game. They've got the best player in this game, quarterback Drake May. So I'm going to I'm gonna take uh, North Carolina. Yeah, I don't think we differed on any of our picks. I'm taking North really Carolina good. as well. Drake May is a good quarterback. I mean, he has a chance to be a good NFL quarterback one day. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, he was highly recruited, picked North Carolina over the Alabamas, the Georgias, stuff like that. So I think Drake May is just a better quarterback here. Pittsburgh's been struggling a little bit, so I'm going to take North Carolina as well. That's it. That's our college right. picks. Well, that's our college picks. That's a wrap up for college football talks. As always, get your picks in. Uh, we will definitely be doing some replay review because I'm confident I took Oklahoma State unless I was on some uh, serious, severe day quill. I, I did a little cold last week, so I wasn't a day cold, but that shit must have. Mess with my mind if I took Texas. So, uh, yeah, get your college football picks in. That'll wrap up this episode. Uh, so, as always, thanks for the years. Send us, uh, send us your picks via email, Snapchat, text, whatever you want to do. Peace out.